everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Listen, do you have questions? We know the answer. The Beller Student Ministry Podcast exists to equip young followers of Christ to know the Bible, to understand their faith, and to confidently share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in. And now for this week's episode. Hey, everybody. Peyton here. Um, I have a message I want to share with you all today. Uh, it's very significant. This will not be a long episode. Matter of fact, this might be the shortest episode we've done so far. Um, and I know I joke around and I say that, um, you know, this episode is so important. But truly, um, in the age that we live in today, um, the message that I have for you all is of the utmost significance. Um, it deals with everybody, uh, man or woman, young or old, um, large or small. Um, this message that I have, or rather, that God has for us um, is extremely important. Um, in the previous episode, we mentioned the significance of sin and who we are as people, who we are as sinners, um, and, and what made Christ uh, come to this earth to die on a cross. It wasn't for anything that he did because he was sinless. It was what he did for us because we are sinful. Um, the episode after that, our most recent episode, I had mentioned the statistics regarding social media and how it affects um, students and adults on Instagram and Twitter and things like that and how it um, affects their mental health, not in a positive way. Um, Things like depression and anxiety, suicidal thoughts, all of these things are extremely prevalent because of the age that we live in. As I said in 2005, about 10% of the world of the United States use social media. Now, you can't escape it. It's built into our cars, our refrigerators, our microwaves. You have it in your pocket. You have everything at your fingertips that you want. And while that is a good thing, and it can be beneficial, it has significant effects on the mind. Now, with all of that being said, we, 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 have, we have this issue in front of us, and it causes a lot of people specifically um, girls who are growing into, um, you know, adults, um, to have this question, um, who are we? That's what we'll be dealing with today. Um, who are we as human beings? Um, who are we as, as people who occupy this planet called Earth? Who are we? How did we get here? And uh, where are we going? A lot of people nowadays, they see these images on the screen, like I had previously mentioned, and then they chase after that image. They chase after the person that they want to aspire to be, um, all the while thinking that that person that they see online has it all together when that person online knows the truth of who they are as a flawed individual as well. I'm here today to tell you that regardless of who you are, you are made in the image of God. God has something significant to say about this in the first book of the Bible, Genesis. In Genesis 1, verses 26 through 27, it reads, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Now, I want you to notice something that's particularly 
significant in this message. If you're familiar with the story of Genesis, you'll know that in the first chapter, God is creating. He is a creator God. And not only is he creating, he is speaking things into existence just by his word, and it is there. Whenever he creates the um, things like the light and the animals and the vegetation, he says things like, let there be light. Let there sprout vegetation on the earth. You know, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters. Things like that. But it's interesting that when he gets to day six, the Bible says, God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. There is a consultation among the Godhead in regard to the creation of us as human beings, male and female. Man was created. Now, what does it mean to say that we look, or I'm sorry, that we are made in the image of God? Do we look like God? Um, Do we sound like God? What does it mean to be made in God's image? Well, um, the answer is that we do not necessarily look like God, as we'll talk about later in this episode, um, but we do have a spirit. We are moral creatures. We know right from wrong. We love. We experience emotions like fear, anxiety, um, happiness, joy. We can make decisions um, that are deemed as either good or evil. Um, and, and these are very, very important. Jesus Christ himself says in John 4, 24, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The funny thing about God being spirit is that while he is spirit, we are also spirit. Now, before you get carried away, I'm not here to say that we are God ourselves because we are spirit. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that this is the similarity that we share. We are spirit. We are humans with flesh and bone, and it doesn't end there because we also have been created with the spirit. This allows us to have a different relationship with God um, as compared to his other creatures, his other animals. Um, They are not able and uh, they do not simply have the relationship with the almighty creator like we are able to have. And this is simply because ingrained in our being is the Imago Dei. We are made in God's image. You know, Moses wrote this book, um, The Leader of the Israelites. And I've always found it unique and kind of cool that as he's writing, he's writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And he says in Genesis, as I just read, that man was created in God's image. Male and female, he created them. I find it funny Moses didn't write the Hebrews were created in God's image. Because we know that the Hebrews, the Israel people, the Israelites had many enemies. The Philistines, the Egyptians, Babylon, you name it. Israel was always fighting. But Moses does not say no. Hebrews are made in God's image. Or further, believers in God are made in his image. He doesn't end there. He says no. Man was made in the image of God. Regardless of who you are, regardless of what you believe, regardless of what you've done, you are valued simply for that reason. You are made in God's image. And this is why we value the human life. I don't mean to get political here because that's not the purpose of this show and that's not a realm that I want to go into. But regardless of how a person was 
brought to life, regardless of how a person came to be, regardless of how a person is living right now, they are valued intrinsically within them, ingrained in their being, is something called the Imago Dei, which gives value to every human being, past, present, or future, that has, is, or will walk this earth. They are valued and respected simply because of who they are and in whose image they've been created. So, what does this mean for us? Where do we go from here? Well, being made in God's image gives us something that we should follow. It gives us the standard with which we should serve and love and live our lives. Jesus, the God-man himself, is the person, is the image that we should follow. And we have it laid out here in Scripture for us. Paul, the great apostle, I always call Paul the second greatest evangelist to ever live behind Jesus himself. Paul says this about Christ in Philippians 2, 5 through 11. He says this, Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant, a slave, and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason also, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow, of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Jesus was not half God, half man. He was not 50-50. He was fully God and fully man. 100% man, and at the same time, 100% God. Now you might be thinking, Peyton, how does that happen? And the answer I have for you is, good question. I don't have the exact answer as to how he pulled that off. But I know that he did. And I know who he is. Jesus is the, is the man. He is the sinless, spotless lamb who took the place on that Roman cross for your sins, for all the sins of those listening online right now, and for the sin of the person speaking to you online right now. He did that for us. He didn't have to, but he loved us. And he did not consider equality with God a thing to be grasped, though he rightly had the claim to it. Instead, he took the form of a slave and died on a cross for you and for me. I don't know about you, but um, that speaks volumes. And um, I've said it before in previous episodes, and I'll say it again. I want to spend the rest of my life telling others about him. And for those of you out there who might be struggling with image issues, um, with uh, perception of yourself, um, and with who you are as a person, I just wanted to take the time right now and tell you, you are made in the image of God. Jesus loves you. Um, Jesus died for you. And what I would like for you to do personally is accept him as your Lord and Savior. If you have not made that decision, well... It's as simple as Paul says, Romans 10, 9, 
If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It is belief and it is confession and it is a way of life. It is picking up your cross daily and deciding, you know what, I'm turning from the way that I was and I'm turning to the person uh, who knows me better than I know myself. It's the best decision I've ever made. And I pray that someone out there, uh, if you need it, would make that decision. Um, This world's crazy. This world will say a lot of things about you that you're not. And they'll say a lot of things about Christ that are not true either. But God in his word says something about you that is true. And it's truer than than anything else you might see on social media. It's truer than any lie the devil has to throw at you. And that truth is that you are made in his image. Thank you for listening. I pray that um, whoever heard this would be impacted now or in the future. Um, Let's pray. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all those listening online. Thank you for um, the opportunity that you have given me to share this message with the listeners. I pray, Lord, anyone out there dealing with anxiety, depression, um, OCD, or any, any, any mental health issue, I pray you would take that. I pray that you would let them know what you say in your word, that you love them, that you, are, uh, you have created them in your image, and they have intrinsic worth ingrained into their being because of that reason. Lord, we love you. In Christ, we thank you for the sacrifice that you made for us on that cross. The great thing about it is you did not stay that way. You didn't stay in that tomb. On that third day, you came out of that grave, defeating death for all of eternity. Lord, we love you and we thank you. And it's in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen.